thing. We're using our minds and posture, breathing, and so on to regulate the chi so it automatically releases from those damned or blocked areas and the flow is reestablished. It's not necessary to know the meridians or Chinese medical theory to practice Qigong. What is important is developing a refined awareness and knowing how to use your will to direct the qi to wherever it is needed. A good Western definition of qigong would be that it is a form of psychophysiological self-regulation. A form of psychophysiological self-regulation. What this means is that you are using your mind, that's psycho, you are using your body, physiological, to regulate the flow of life energy. Some modern-day scientists interpret this as gaining greater control over normally unconscious metabolic processes, whether this be the flow of blood, the regulation of messages through the nervous system, the growth of bones, the repairing mechanisms, and so on. So again, Qigong is a form of psychophysiological self-regulation. You're using your mind to regulate the life energy. There are many ways of categorizing or speaking about the types or applications of Qigong. The basic applications are medical Qigong, that is Qigong for healing, spiritual Qigong, the goal of which is developing greater awareness, a greater sense of unity with the Tao, with the cosmos, and martial arts Qigong, which is designed to accumulate Qi in the body, both for self-protection so that incoming blows do not do damage, or to generate greater power in the martial arts to develop a stronger punch or kick or strike. So again, the three main kinds of Qigong are medical or healing Qigong, spiritual Qigong, derived mostly from Buddhism and Taoism, the great spiritual traditions of China, and martial arts Qigong. We can further divide Qigong into internal or external. In internal Qigong, the focus is on healing ourselves, learning to self-regulate the Qi. In external Qigong, we're learning to project the Qi outside the confines of the body, normally with the hands, or some people do this just with their intent, for healing others. External Qi healing the main category of external chi means you are using your hands to project chi through the hands to someone else. In other words, you are having an effect of regulating another person's chi. It is very similar to what's now called non-contact therapeutic touch, because normally external chi healing is done without touch. And then there are still some other common ways of categorizing or analyzing qigong. On the one hand, we have meditative or passive qigong, using a great deal of visualization. In Chinese, this is called jing gong, literally tranquil work, tranquil movement. And active qigong, dong gong, where the emphasis is much more dynamic, there's more movement and activity. In this series of qigong tapes, we will be concentrating on the meditative forms of healing and spiritual qigong. 
Some other very important terms to be familiar with, which I will be using throughout this series, are first of all, yin and yang. These are the pairs of complementary opposites, which must be harmonized in order for the body, mind, and spirit to maintain balance and equilibrium. Yin, etymologically, means the shady slope of the mountain. Yang, the sunny slope of the mountain. These were later expanded in meaning to include all the different pairs of opposites. Yin generally means cooling, calm, passive, tranquil, stillness. Yang is warmth and activity, movement. In the practice of Qigong, we learn to harmonize the yin and the yang. Another very important term throughout Qigong literature is Dan Tian. Dan means elixir, as in the alchemical elixir.